three, two, one. Playback, please. Press bar, mark, visual, playback. Appropriate replies. Playback, cylinders. Visualization of the electronic program. Live. Watching. 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 everybody welcome to living in the new renaissance i'm your host darren uh we're doing a uh, little bit uh of a follow-up today to a podcast that we did back on number three uh back then i did a ask a geezer and i thought today we'd do something a little different and uh we're speaking today and this is i haven't checked anything other than than just his first name so speaking today with fahed <laughs> uh oh sacker Thacker, thank you. And uh, no problem. So what we're doing today is Fiad. I figured we'd go and do the uh, the flip side of Ask a Geezer, and do today an Ask a Gen Z or Gen Z if you're north of the border or north of the wall, as I like to call it. <laughs> so uh, what this is is uh, way back in podcast three, I was asked a bunch of questions uh, through Brian Rose's broadcast yourself podcast and uh i figured we'd adapt them for there for that and uh, uh for fahed and see what kind of uh answers we get here so anyways uh first of all though fahed uh, do you want to tell me a little bit about your podcast because i actually found you online and uh you uh listened to po- an episode of your podcast last night so just uh, want to tell us a little bit about yourself oh god <laughs> uh, do you mind me asking which episode you listened to Number two. Oh no! Oh, oh my! All the first ten are terrible. Oh, that's uh, the whole—that's the whole point. So. Listen to the raw stuff first. <laughs> Many have an idea about Of the, course, the of course, of course. Um, yeah. So my podcast—it um, has my name in it, so you can already imagine how self-centered I am. Uh, it's all about the things that I go through in my uh, daily life. I try and make it as relatable as possible to people my age. So um, I'm kind of surprised you listened to an episode. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's it's an episode for someone that just wants to kill some time. Have have me on in the background while you're working on something. Uh, and maybe get a few laughs along the way. Cool. Uh, that's the best I could describe it. And uh, what's the name of the podcast? Just ask uh, it's called The Average Delinquent Podcast with Fahed Sacker. Uh, you can find it on, on any platform available to you. Cool. And may Kobe look down on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So I figure we'll start right off the bat here. Uh, if you see me grab like this, I'm not grabbing an imaginary. Things are going crazy. There's actually a little fly in here that is uh, <laughs> bugging me, so. No okay, so the first question I got uh, here that I've adapted is, uh, what do you find you miss the most when you were young now that you're older? Um, it would most, 
It, mo- it will most definitely be a sense of direction uh, because, well, I can't really compare uh, university to, you know, elementary or middle, but I can certainly compare it to high school. And the comparison would easily be that in university, they make things a lot easier to miss out on or skip, uh, you know, be extracurriculars, lectures, tutorials, etc. cetera. Uh, they make it really easy to just do whatever it is you like. In high school, there was a lot more direction. You know, you would get a lot more uh, crap if you skipped a class or you, you took a sick day or things like that. Right, which kind of makes sense because they want want to make sure that you're self-motivating yourself to uh, yes. go through all the classes. Exactly. Cool. And what's what so far is the hardest thing that you found about getting older, besides just the, the direction? Um, I would have to say just taking care of yourself financially. I'd have to say, um, not, not saying that my parents are you know out of the equation entirely, but um, working a part-time job and trying to manage you know, not blowing all your cash in one go. Uh, it's certainly been a change, uh, especially with uh, the introduction of a credit card and uh, phone bills and things along that line. Uh, it's certainly getting harder to budget my cash as much as I can. I can only imagine what the taxes will be like when I get older, so. Some cases it can be up to 30%. If you get above a certain range, it could be like 50 to 60. It just gets crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, for real. Cool. So when you were, oh, next question I was kind of curious about here is, and I, I, if you have been, I'd be like, oh, okay, this is kind of like Arkansas stuff, but have you ever been married? How long? And what do they feel contributed to the length of their marriage? So I assume in this case, it would be, have you ever had, have you ever dated, been in a long-term relationship? Uh, No, I've yet to be in a long-term relationship. Uh, still on, still on the hunt, still on the prowl. Uh, and sorry, what was the second half of the question? And uh, it said, if if you have been, then what do they? What do you think has contributed to the length of the relationship? Oh well, I can't really speak on that part because I have been in a long, uh, in a in a long term relationship just of yet. So maybe have to come back to that after after a period of time or something. Yeah, no worries. It's again, I've, I've adapted some other questions just because I thought it'd be entertaining just to, to kind of do it from the, the Gen Z right. pers- perspective here. So, right. So no worries. So if you had to choose what you'd rather get rid of hair on head or hair in your ears, what should it be? <laughs> um, see, it's a tough one because I have big ears. So if a lot of hair in my ears grew, it would be an issue. I would have to go with the hair on my head um, just because I've um, not necessarily put a lot of product in it, but I do pay a lot of attention to it. And if I were to lose it, um, I would look hideous bald. I know people like, you know, Vin Diesel and The Rock kind of pull it off, but there's no way I could. I'm not buff enough for that just yet. So <laughs> Nice. Yeah. If you, uh, Apparently, your ears never stop growing. So as you, if you get into your 50s or 60s, if you have hair coming out, you look like a Ferengi type idea. So. <laughs> you look like you're doing just fine, man. Look, qu- yeah, nice head of hair on your head. Nice beard. Looking good. Yeah, it's, it's all back combing. The, uh, the hair from back here is like back up over my face. So. <laughs> 
no worries. So now when we were uh, initially talking about doing this stuff, I had, had asked me just to send him three questions. Well, I, I was offering to send him all the questions. And he said, well, just give me three. So now we're, we're getting to uncharted territory here yeah. for him. So nice. So the next question is, what do you look forward to the most as you approach middle age and encroaching decrepitude? <laughs> um, I would definitely look forward to um, having even more freedom than I do now. And I guess having maybe just less people to worry about um, just because, you know, I can come in and the house in and out of the house whenever I'd like, you know, my parents aren't necessarily strict or anything, but at the same time, I do have to think about them when I do certain stuff. You know, if I leave for the entire day, I do have to take them into consideration on how they would feel and what they would be up to. I have to help them with certain stuff around the house, um, help my father with projects if he wants to redo the shed or anything like that. So the thing I most you know, look forward to the most would probably be just to get uh, a nice place by myself or with other people and just kind of do my own thing, I guess, and just have a, you know, just a nice job and just a sense of security, I guess I would say. That, that's kind of a short term because after a while, when you get into a long-term relationship, your sense of freedom goes right out the window. <laughs> uh, I can imagine, man. Uh, I might take a few extra years to put a ring on it. <laughs> exactly. It's a thing of, well, do I really? Uh, no, I'll get in crap if I do this. The self-evaluation <laughs> comes in really good at that point. I can oh, imagine and, some people describe it as the ball and chain. Well, let's put it this way. Here's here's a big tip for you. If you have a Y chromosome, you're usually wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've seen. So I've seen. Nice. So the next next part of that is now as you get older, are you looking at wheelchair or walker? Or are you going to go full cyborg or brain in a jar? Um, it's hard to tell, you know, because technology is advancing so quick. I might have to go to the prosthetics, although that would most likely take a massive chunk out of my bank account. So I would have to go for a walker. You know, I can, I, I'm just hoping and praying that I'm healthy enough by then that all these, you know, Cokes and Pepsis haven't added up, so I'd be able to walk around just at least a little bit. Uh, I couldn't see myself in a wheelchair. My goodness. Not the not the full operated, uh, oh. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't hope that. Then i just look like the Terminator or something. Exactly. I'm, uh, personally, I'm going, when I get to the point of a wheelchair, I'm going to have a cattle prod on the front of mine and a cow cat. Yeah. <laughs> cool so what is the thing you are most looking forward to do inheriting from your parents beside additional debt <laughs> <laughs> uh besides additional debt wow there isn't much else i would say um man maybe maybe just the maybe just the house i would have to say you know if I were to inherit anything, it would most likely be the house. Although my, 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 both of my parents aren't really materialistic, so they don't have, 
you know, a whole stash of clothing or jewelry I can choose from. And even then it would be stuff from the sixties or seventies. So you can imagine it's just a little too bright for my taste. Uh, yeah, it would have to be the house. I would say the house or the car, you know, something to make my life just a little bit easier. Although the, uh, the debt does look quite tasty. I might have to go for the debt. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the sort of gift that keeps on giving. You just pass it along to the further generations <laughs> down the road. No, I cannot oh. wait until my son gets it. Exactly. So there's there's no tasty Mercedes or 67 Mustang or anything like that in your future? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Yeah, I had one of those. My dad sold it, so. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, my <laughs> Did he at least offer it to you? Oh, no, no, no. I actually, my father had this thing about going and uh, whenever I get a car, if it was in the yard for longer than about three weeks, he'd sell it to one of his buddies. Uh, there was a game that he used to play <laughs> called Jingles. And Jingles, you put a stack of quarters on your on your elbow. And then at that point, you try to catch it. And the one that's on the top, it's you call it heads or tails. And if you win, it's usually done for money or something else my dad used to like to bet my cars so it was like i went through probably about <laughs> seven of them when i was a kid oh my yeah. goodness oh no <laughs> and were you trying to fix them up while you while you owned them and everything yeah of course i got a um oh no i'm getting a 1970 mustang fastback it was a one of the beautiful sort of torpedo yeah. torpedo type back cars the car itself as it was sitting was probably at the time and we're talking uh decades back the car was probably worth just rusted out and no drivetrain it was still worth about fifteen hundred dollars and i think my dad sold it for 25 bucks in a bottle of uh canadian club so <laughs> well at least i hope you got to see some of that bottle no of course not <laughs> <laughs> oh man well what can you do, you know? Whatever well, he says goes. That was the idea. He was like, well, as long as you're under my roof. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay, great. Clothes on your back and all that. Yeah, in his case, it was more the thing of um, perceived benefit on his part. You know, if I wasn't, <laughs> for what it's worth, though, I purposely stayed home for an additional four years just to make his life hell. So. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Here's the last question for you. What's the thing that you find the most frustrating about preceding generations? Um, oh, it would most definitely would have to be the idea that some of these people don't think that the rules apply to them, that they can just bend the rules as they see fit and do whatever it is so they like you know often you would see it in a classroom environment substitute teacher walks in all of a sudden everybody thinks it's a day off and they get to make the substitute teachers out uh, not understanding that the substitute teacher is like just trying to get by the day and just trying to gain experience so they become an actual teacher uh, you know skipping class and all that um, although i did it a few times i will admit um, some people just take it way out of context and uh, really don't think that doing something wrong has any actual consequence. So they can just act like idiots in public and do all these things in the classroom and at school that 
really shouldn't be done by anybody really and of any age you know you can't just attribute it to just oh yeah he's young let him act young uh just it's just really terrible it's it's almost a pandemic unironically and it it keeps going like the older you get it seems like the more right and set you are in your ways apparently from what <laughs> yeah. i hear so. yeah honestly cool well that's about it for the stuff that i have um and is there anything Oh, there, there's one more thing that I kind of had, and that was a um, the thing I've been doing on and off. And it's basically, when I was uh, probably around eight, nine, I was in, no, grade six there about to say, I had uh, actually had a science teacher who really went and opened my eyes and got me thinking about um, the universe as it existed outside the planet. So I, I got quite interested into science and the rest of it. And that was kind of a linchpin moment for me where it actually got me away from the yeah, the rural sort of uh, Alberta environment that existed at the time, which is like pickup trucks and, you know, 22s and drinking beer and the rest. Yeah. It was a linchpin moment for me. And I was kind of curious, what kind of a linchpin moment have you had in your past? Um, man, there's been many. Um, it would have to be, it would have to be one of the teachers in high school that told me that if, uh, I didn't get my act, it was about the midpoint of a semester. And one of my teachers had told me that if I didn't get my act together, that they were just going to fail me right on the spot, no matter if I got the next three tests, 100s on. And it wasn't because I was doing poorly or it wasn't because I was acting out. It was because they could see that I really didn't care. So they had to almost force me to start putting my effort in and like actually giving it my all uh, just to show me that, you know, if you try something, you can succeed and you can't just keep going through everything because uh, you have to understand that this person had taught me two years prior. So they saw me when I first entered high school, and now they're seeing me when I'm about to leave as well. Um, so they saw me go through three three years, you know, assumably of me just lackadaisical, just going through everything, going through the motions, uh, never really trying, just getting by on my grades, you know, just looking for the past and that's it. Uh, and he said, look, man, when you get into university, you know, that's not going to be the case. You're going to... And, you know, he was right, you know, God bless him. He was right. Uh, he said that, you know, when I got into university, if I didn't try at all and I just looked for the past, I wasn't even going to get it. So he said, this is the midterm, try in the midterm. And if I can tell that you're actually like paying attention and listening in class and et cetera, then he may not, then he might not consider failing me. But he said, if I keep how I'm going, it doesn't matter if I get 110% on the next test, he's going to fail me at the end of the year, regardless. So I think that was probably a Lichman moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, that pretty much tops all of them, I'd say. You know, most of most of them would have, would have been would have been from teachers. You know, academically, you know, teachers really. It is a hard task being a teacher. I won't lie. Uh, not speaking from experience, but speaking how I see it. Yeah, I hear you. Be it. I wouldn't put up with most of the kids that I used. To, I went to school with either. So. <laughs> Oh, gosh, I couldn't imagine. Oh, how terrible we all were. My goodness. My graduating class as a whole. My. 
Yeah, I, I have no idea what happened to most of my graduating class. I assume that there's at least three liver transplants and possibly a whole bunch of dead pickup trucks. Cool. Nice. Okay, well, that's about it for uh, for now that I can think of it. Um, and just want to uh, get you to plug your uh, podcast again, if we could. Uh, yeah, sure. So it's called The Average Delinquent Podcast uh, with Fahed Sacker. Uh, and you can find it on uh, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, a few episodes are up on YouTube if you just look up uh, Fahed Sacker, um, F-A-H-E-D-S-A-K-R. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys give it a listen. Cool. I did. It was uh, it was kind of entertaining. And uh, congr- <laughs> congratulations on keeping this this uh, podcast a little family friendly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I was just saying, uh, con- congratulations on keeping the podcast fam- fa- uh, family friendly. This one, it's uh, there was a few f bombs thrown around. Oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. I uh, what can I say? It's the uh, raw and unfiltered version of me. <laughs> that <Cool>. podcast. <laughs> no, it's all good. But, anyways, I'm gonna gonna cut it here. Uh, well, I'm gonna just throw it on pause here, and then at that point. Uh, yeah, I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, this was podcast number, should be number 12. And this was uh, Ask a Gen Z or Gen Z if you're uh, north of the wall here. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Control cylinders. Select. Playback. Visualization. Zero. Discharge control cylinders containing visualization of the electronic program indication of eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Playback zero, zero.